everyone, I'm Tony, the Dungeon Master of the Orenthal Campaign, and today I thought I would do something a little different and go more into the history of Ostia, specifically a bigger focus on the events of the Cataclysm. Cataclysm began suddenly and without warning as far as the humanoid races of the world were concerned. It all began when in the middle of the capital of the Thessun Kingdom, Vunrim, a portal appeared out of nowhere and a flood of ghoulish creatures poured forth from the opening. These ghoulish forces attacked and killed everything in their path, transforming the dead into undead as they went. The doors of the Thessun Kingdom were no strangers to dealing with ghouls. However, these particular ghouls seemed to be more cunning than any ghoul the dwarves had ever faced before. In the span of one hour, these ghouls had turned a fifth of the population into undead before a new portal opened, and whatever ghouls remained in the city ran through, leaving the dwarven soldiers left to deal with their now undead brothers and sisters. During this time, from the mountains of the Cragged Peaks to the north, dozens of blue dragons of varying sizes flew down to Solana and struck out at a Halimian, the capital city of the High Elves. For one hour, the dragons flew over and set the city in flames, with the elves struggling to retaliate against this overwhelming force. At the end of this hour, the dragons gathered again and flew back off from whence they came. As this was occurring, red and green dragons flew up from the Kasim Desert and wreaked havoc against all the towns south of Orenthal before making strikes against the city itself. Again, for one hour, dragons ravaged the land, this time with the human forces of Orenthal barely holding them back. Again, by the end of this hour, the dragons fled back from where they had come. The wood elves of the Nephany were the only ones spared the majority of the destruction that the other races endured. During this hour, black dragons scoured the land of the Nephany, but due to the magic that kept their capital city of Meliamne hidden, the draconic forces simply ravaged the woods themselves in their frustration, eliminating several wood elf outposts. This rampage ended after just one hour as well. For the following months, once a month for one hour, portals appeared not just within a city of the Thuston Kingdom, but across the realm as these strange intelligent ghouls struck out against all humanoids, as they became increasingly reinforced with draconic help. For the first two years of these raids, the varying empires and kingdoms of Nabrasil faced these threats on their own, thinking them the work of the Duragar or Drow who had waged war against the surface centuries before, but no such sign of these underdark entities presented itself. And then, a portal opened within the Thessun kingdom that did not close. Out of this portal, flowed hundreds of ghoulish creatures swarming the outlying cities of the empire, turning more and more of the living dwarves into undead enemies. Chromatic dragons of all types swarmed Solana and the Vremer Empire, specifically laying waste to their outposts and towns. The Nephany, though attacked, found themselves in the best shape during this conflict as the location of the capital was still shrouded in magic and they were able to fight while hiding amongst the trees. During this onslaught, dwarves, who had come to prayer and focus on divine magics to combat these terrible beasts, eventually held the line against the undead horde and stopped them from proceeding closer to Von Rim. 
The High Elves of Solana learned powerful arcane spells as they studied their draconic enemies and used this magic against them. The Vremer Empire, meanwhile, utilized a combination of both of these magics to varying degrees of success as this predominantly human empire found portals still forming for one hour within their borders, as well as dealing with the draconic forces that came from the Kasim Desert. As another year went by, it was the Wood Elves of the Nephany who extended the first bit of aid, sending some of their forces to Orenthal and help in any way that they could. It was then that these two particular rulers realized that they could not face these constant attacks alone deciding to send whatever aid they had available across the land of Nabrasil. The Wood Elves of the Nephany found themselves to be the most mobile and sent many forces to aid the High Elves of Solana and particularly the Dwarves of the Thessun Kingdom. As the four kingdoms joined together to combat this terrible threat, they found themselves better and better able to hold these forces off and even push them back. For three more years, combat waged on and off as draconic and ghoulish forces continued to pepper the humanoid nations, never really giving any nation a chance to recover or retaliate in any way. It was towards the end of this fifth year that a group of adventurers from the various nations of Nabrasil decided to band together and try and eliminate this threat once and for all. It was during a particularly bloody battle on the edges of the Thessun Kingdom that the dwarf cleric Gerdis Rumnaheim first fought beside the likes of Perrin Toskobble, a stealthy halfling from the Nephany, Grim Chergoba, a human soldier of the Vremer Empire, Barak Shemov, a tiefling sorcerer who was a hermit prior to the war, and Thoven Arborshade, the eventual hero of the Cataclysm and High Elf Wizard of Solana. As this battle ended, Gerdis proposed that the group stay together and figure out a way to eliminate this threat once and for all. For the next five years, as the party joined forces, they traveled beyond where the armies were able to go, climbing high into the cragged peaks and dealing with several blue dragons in their lairs. They searched beyond the Nephany, deep into the Rigorum woods to find what black dragons lay in wait. They attempted to cross the Kasim Desert and find what red and green dragons were there and wipe them out. However, their biggest task had them push through the literal horde of undead that guarded the seemingly permanent portal deep within the cragged peaks just beyond the edges of the Thessun kingdom and dive through the portal. Not much is known about what occurred beyond this gate, but the party returned just as the portal closed behind them, though without their friend Grimm. They were deeply scarred by whatever happened beyond the gate, and they simply told the leaders of these nations that this portal went to another plane of existence, a plane known as the Shadowfell, and it was there that they dealt with a terrible leader of the ghoulish forces. They explained Grim Fell, providing the party a chance to escape with the news that the true leader of the draconic and ghoulish forces was a singular being known as a Shadow Dragon who had established his lair much farther south within the Kasim Desert than anyone had traveled before. With renewed determination to avenge their fallen ally, the party set out to the lair of the terrible ancient red shadow dragon, known as Zenoth, the Dark Tyrant. It is rumored that Zenoth realized the location of his lair had become known, and decided to send out one last-ditch effort to wipe out everything the humanoid nations had built, sending every last dragon and ghoulish force under his command against the nations of Nabrasil. The battles that took place over the next few hours were massive and terrible. And then, just as suddenly as these forces appeared, the battle ended. 
these strange ghouls disappearing across the land and dragons fleeing in terror only to eventually be hunted down by the humanoid nations of the world and made sure that they never rose up against them again. It was over a month before anyone found out what had occurred within the lair of Zinath, as Thovin suddenly reappeared in Orenthal, horribly scarred and still very badly injured, but alive. Thovin never went into detail about what occurred during this terrible confrontation, and tears filled his eyes as he told the leaders of these nations that his friends, his allies, were gone. But with their sacrifice, Zenath was dead and would never return. Thovin was cared for within Orenthal until he was well enough to travel. However, before heading home to Solana, he went to the Thessun Kingdom and to the Nephany. He went to the homes of his former friends and allies and thanked their families as he owed these allies his life. And in each place, Thovin was met with such great sadness and yet intense pride that each of these nations and each of these families had brought forth a citizen, an individual, of such great importance and power that they had given their lives to save everyone. Each of these nations made monuments to these great figures, with the dwarves of the Thessian kingdom even renaming their capital city to Rimnaheim in honor of their cleric Gerdis. A year has passed since the last gasp of breath of Zenoth's forces had swarmed the kingdoms of the land of Nabrasil, and the nations of the world had spent their time celebrating the lives that had been saved and rebuilding their empires with the aid of their new and even closer allies. Thank you all for listening in to the history of the Cataclysm. I hope you all enjoy this aspect of my world's past and have a better understanding of the time period that the party finds themselves in. Let me know if you would like to hear more episodes like this on a particular aspect of the history of the world of Ostia. And please, follow us on Twitter at RulesIsWritten. You can listen to this and any of our other episodes on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from our fans out there. And let us know what you like and anything we can improve on for the show. As always, I'm Tony, the Dungeon Master of this campaign. And I will see you all next time in Orenthal. Bye.